Welcome to the Universal Laws with Christy Sturdivant, where we discuss energy in relation to the universal laws, human design, ancient mythology, and whatever else is going on in my life energetically. I'm your host, Christy Sturdivant, and you can find full show notes at www.christysturdivant.com. Thanks for joining me, and let's dive into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. If you're a new listener, thanks so much for stopping by. And if you're a returning listener, thank you so, so much for coming back. I really appreciate it. So today we are jumping right back into our abundance series. And this week we are talking about the law of compensation. Here is the law of compensation and what that means. The law of compensation kind of stumped me for a bit because I only ever have heard it really referred to in terms of money, as in if you want more money, then you need to put more money out into the universe so you can get more money back and abundance and everything. But it just felt very one note for me. And I found out that the law of compensation used to be called the law of sowing and reaping. And that made a lot more sense to me because it feels very earthy. Whatever I plant or whatever energy I put into whatever I want, I'm going to get it back in some way. That feels a lot more open and exciting and interpretive for me. Even though this is typically called the law of compensation, I'm going to refer to it as the law of sowing and reaping because I just like it better. It's like old school and it's more open feeling and doesn't have as much stigma as the word compensation because I think most people think of the word compensation as referring to currency or monetary values or something like that in some way. The law of sowing and reaping Broken down into the simplest form is the exchange of one energy for more of the same. So the more you put in, the more you will harvest back for you. But the thing is, and I think is also a misinterpretation of it, is that even though energy is the same currency, it doesn't always translate into the same thing when you're trying to get it back. So if, for instance... We'll just talk about money because it's the easiest one. If, for instance, you are throwing a lot of money out into the universe and you are expecting to get a lot of money back, that's not always going to be what's going to happen. It doesn't say that it's not going to happen that way, but the energy might come back to you in different ways. So if you are putting, say you are putting a lot of money into yourself and you're investing in coaching and online classes and building your business and building your website and everything, you are putting a lot of energy via money into that. And there's a good shot that eventually you will get some of that money back. But in exchange, especially probably at the beginning, you're going to be getting experiences, you're going to be getting lessons, you're going to be getting energy that is going to almost expand or grow your, let's call it your energetic pipeline. Okay, so if you are this big energy 
energetic field that is pushing energy out into the world, you have a pipeline that comes right back to you that is going to be bringing whatever you are putting out back to you in some form or another. So when we are talking about this in terms of abundance, you need to look at it in a sense of what constrictions do you have on your pipeline? So last week when I talked about the law of relativity, we talked about shifting your perspective to what you already have around you in abundance. And I give you some exercises to look around you and see where you were already abundant in your life and kind of start focusing more on what you are abundant to so that you can bring more abundance in. This week with the law of compensation or the law of sowing and reaping, as I said, I want to take this as an opportunity for you to be aware of how flowing your energetic pipeline is. As in, what are you putting energy into that you do not feel like you are receiving energy back in some way? All right, so let me give you an example. When I was a new mother, I decided very early on that I was going to be, I wanted to be the mom who cloth diapered her kids and made all of their food by hand. I'm not sure exactly what triggered this inside of me, but there was just something that I just, I had to do this. This felt to me very important uh, environmentally. I was, I'm very focused on my footprint that I'm putting out to the world. And so this was very important to me. Okay. And so I put a lot of energy into cloth diapering my children and then making all of their food from scratch. They never had any uh, canned baby food, I think maybe once, but it, it was just one of those things, you know, everybody has those things that's very important to them. And I just, I don't know if I saw it as a goal to set forth for myself for whatever reason, but I just, I had it in my head that this is what I wanted to do for them. And so I put a lot of energy very early on into these two endeavors for the first couple of years of my boys' life, which spanned, they're very close in age, so it spanned about three years total where I was cloth diapering them and washing all their diapers consistently and then making all their food and separating it out those first couple of years. And it took a lot of energy and I was putting forth a lot of energy into that I knew in some way that I was going to get that energy back. It just felt like a really good thing for me to do personally. I'm going to send this out here. I'm going to put my energy towards this. I'm hoping it comes back in some way. And interestingly enough, what I got from that energetically in return is is mere satisfaction, which I'm okay with as a generator, right? Like that is my, that's my authority. I want to be satisfied And it was a really good exercise for me to kind of look back on to feel that sense of satisfaction, like that was a short-term goal that I accomplished in that sense. That kind of, in a way, cleared out my energetic pipeline so that I could um, kind of start attracting more things in my life to satisfy me. And since my kids were born, I have found various little things that have satisfied me in that sense. Now, on and here's another example, okay? Several years ago, I was working for a company that I put a lot of energy into. I put a lot of 
work energy into mental energy, all kinds of emotional energy, all, all the different kinds of energy that you can think of. I put in to this company and I put my whole self in here and I knew at the beginning of it that I was going to get some kind of return back. Well, as time went on, I continued to put energy forth into this company, but the energy that was supposed to be coming back to me was not ever really returned to me in the way that it was going to be satisfying or it was not returned in a contractual way that was fulfilling to me. So that is a very common thing, I think, with a lot of jobs. We a lot of times put in um, a lot of energy into a job. We go all in. We have relationships at the job. We put all of our time in the job. We bring the job home. We answer emails. We we put forth all of this energy in the job. And after a while, because we are putting so much energy in, but not necessarily receiving the same energy back, unless you do, in which case that's awesome. It's sometimes, you know, that can lead to a lot of burnout in a lot of ways. So what we need to do when we're thinking about the law of sowing and reaping is, in terms of abundance anyway, is we need to establish boundaries around our energy. So we need to look at the things that we want to put our energy towards, and we need to make sure that it is going to bring back some kind of energy to us that is satisfying or is going to bring back energy in terms of money or compensation or uh, learning or intelligence growth or some kind of growth in general. Because when we're putting energy towards something, we want something in return. That's just like the natural flow of the universe. That's what we as humans want. That's what everybody wants. But a lot of times we are putting so much energy towards something and then just not really getting a lot back. And then we get totally bummed out about it, which is understandable. So we need to set boundaries, right? And I think that it's a lot more difficult these days when we are available 24-7 via social media or emails or, um, you know, whatever, Everybody can see everything that everybody is doing. So it's very important to establish boundaries in your work and in other areas in your life too. So that's one way to look at the law of sowing and reaping in abundance is to kind of be aware of where your energy is going and establish boundaries. The other thing with the law of sowing and reaping is to open your mind up into what energies you are bringing in. Because I think maybe that'll clear any cloudiness that you may have in your energetic pipeline. Very early on when I started working with the universal laws, I... I came up with a playlist for them on Spotify that I would listen to so that I could just kind of really vibe with them in my own special way. And so for the law of sowing and reaping, my song that I use, and now every time I think about this law, it pops up. It's the Rolling Stones song, You Can't Always Get What You Want. And so the chorus of this song is, I'm sure you know, you can't always get what you want. You can't always get you what you want. You can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes, you just might find you get what you need. And that is 
the crux of the law of sowing and reaping and what the universe is all about. So the universe is constantly moving. I look at it as this big, huge, intricate game board that only the universe knows the rules and what's going on that's constantly moving around. And when you are putting your energy into something and you are aligned and your energetic pipeline is nice and clear and big and beautiful, the universe is sending you energy back in some form, but it might just not be the form that you are expecting. And this goes back, kind of tying into the law of relativity and looking at your abundance. So if you are investing in yourself and you are investing in your business and you are putting all kinds of money in doing all this stuff for your website or your podcast or your business and you are feeling so aligned and you're like, this is exactly what I want. And oh man, but you know what? I'm just not getting that money back you're kind of looking, you're kind of maybe missing something. Maybe instead of looking at your uh, checkbook or your ledger and your balances for that, look and see what else you're getting. Maybe you are building community. Maybe you are building up your uh, reputation and authority as a thought leader in that particular field. Maybe you are building up all kinds of followers in your groups that are just kind of lurking and just waiting for you to hit that one thing that they jump on. Or maybe you're just building up knowledge on how to make things run smoother or doing website stuff easier. Or maybe maybe you're bringing in uh, networking people or maybe you're bringing in speaking opportunities to reach bigger audiences whatever it is, just look and see what you are bringing in experientially. And I think that when you start bringing that in, it opens up your pipeline a little bit more so that more stuff can flow into you. Because the fact is, is that energy is always coming back to you in some way. It might not just yet be the energy that you are looking for. For. You might, you're, you're receiving it, but you're not quite accepting it and receiving it like you should, meaning you're not being as grateful for it as you can be, or you're not as, as aware of it as you can be. So a lot of times when I'm talking about abundance and the law of compensation, law of sowing and reaping, I'm sorry, people are always like, well, what am I supposed to do? I'm not getting any money in and I'm putting all this money and I'm not getting any any money back and it just doesn't seem like it's working. Well, it is because you might be bringing in other things, but you also have to look at it in the sense that once you put your energy into it, like once you, once you type in the amount for that coaching session that you decided to do and you've made that decision and you hit that send button, boom, all of that money or currency just kind of dissolves into energy. And that's now in your past. You can't hold on to the past stuff that you have put into it. You kind of like got to drop it and be like, okay, great. I've put this energy into it. It's no longer currency. It's just energy. Let's see what happens in the future. We get so caught up in abundance and money which is completely understandable. But once you've already spent the money, boom, it's gone. It's in the past. Like there's nothing you can do about it. You can try to get it back. You can just really attach as much good energy 
to it as you possibly can and then just move on with your life. That's why it's a really good idea. I cannot remember where I heard this from, but when you are trying to really boost up your vibrations, especially in the form of abundance, one of the best things that you can do is to decide what it is that you want to purchase or manifest and then think about that while you're purchasing else something big and then have all the good vibes that you can and then boom make that payment and that attaches all this really good energy to this action of monetary exchange and it sends it out into the universe (laughs) i mean it's it's a great thought right because all energy is a great thing if you can attach more positive energy and then like let it all go it's like the best thing you can do so the law of sowing and reaping it is i think a misunderstood law i don't think enough people give it enough credit and everything but i think it is a beautiful opportunity to be aware of what energy is doing and to kind of just look around and see what you're putting your energy towards that's not giving you anything in return and look at energetic leaks. I'm going to do another episode about energetic leaks in the future, but I think a lot of times it's very easy for us to, and I'm just guilty of this all the time, just randomly popping on Facebook and then just scrolling mindlessly. And so just in this last week, I have put a time limit on my social media accounts. I write down what I need to do for the week and I put the top three things that I got to get done. And then I, I start putting my energy, I'm starting to put my energy towards things that really either will bring me instant satisfaction or long-term satisfaction because my energy is too precious to be just giving to Instagram. Instagram does not need my energy. It has so much other energy. So I don't need to do that. And you don't need to do that either. So look at around in your life and see where you are, you know, dropping off or what is siphoning off energy from you. Maybe you're not giving energy to something, but maybe... Maybe somebody is siphoning off energy from you. Maybe, you know, maybe you have a a friend or a family member or something that when you talk to them, they just use you as a sounding board for all of their problems and everything. And even if you have all all the kind of boundaries in the world, it still is kind of an energetic leak for you, especially if you think about it later and it you know, it bothers you. That's a, that's another energy leak. Energy vampires are a real thing. They are, they totally suck. And that's not just a pun. (laughs) It is a pun, but it's not just a pun. They will suck out your life force. So look at the people in your life, you know, whether it be bosses or friends or family members, and then look at the things that maybe you're putting your energy towards that don't need your energy. And then maybe look at things in your life that you are maybe giving way too much energy to. Maybe you are putting way too much thought and effort into planning your meals for the week or the month and grocery shopping. You know, maybe there's something that you can do to kind of knock out some extra steps. See what you can do to tighten up the energy that's inside of you so you can put it towards things that really make you happy and then when you do that you know take a breath and let go and like let things come back to you through your energetic pipeline 
I always think that my, I, I feel like I am this little central battery that is putting out energy into the world and it curves around like a big, big loop making its trail. And then about halfway through, it opens up and it starts coming back to me. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. If you want it to be even wider, make it a figure eight. It goes through me and it goes out my back. And it's just constantly, energy is constantly cycling through you. Make sure that what you are receiving is nice and clear in room. It gives a lot of room for growth. Because that's what we're doing here when we're looking at abundance. And what I wanted to tap into with the law of relativity and the law of sowing and reaping is that your energy channel pipeline that is coming in, you need to shift your perspective and put up some boundaries and clear it out so that your receiving channel is even bigger, right? Because that the receiving channel is what the universe is bringing to you via the law of attraction. That's just how it is. But you get, sometimes you just got to clear out the muck that has been hanging out in your body. That's all I have for you today in this episode of Abundance. Check me out next week. I am going to be talking about another law and how this all ties in. And until then, I'll see you later. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. All show notes can be found at www.kristysturdivant.com. That's www.kristysturdivant.com. You can find me on Instagram at universallaws.kristysturdivant and on Facebook at universallawswithkristysturdivant. Until next time, flow with the energy, don't fight it.